I'll drive this bus this week. You're driving the bus. Welcome to On The Reg. I'm Jason Downs, and I'm here with my good friend, The Thesis Whisperer, for another episode of On The Reg, our similar podcast where we take our experiences in the university sector and derive lessons that we think are going to be useful for others, whether or not you're in our sector or not. Welcome, Thesis Whisperer. Hello, Jason Downs. How have you been since we last caught up? Uh, Interesting. Interesting. Ooh. The last episode of On The Reg was via Zoom which is not our normal recording technology for Whisperfest. How did you how did you pull up at the end of Whisperfest? It's four days of um, tired Yeah. Four days of whispering with my Whisper Collective Pals. Yeah. Uh, tired, very tired, but kind of semi elated. We had um uh, one thousand and fifteen people participate in various ways, which was pretty amazing. You write that number down and then just wave it in front of people and just talk about impact, right? Well, you know, I'm all about the metrics. <laughs> how, many, how many small conferences have you been to, right? Like where there's like six people and you're like, oh, we're going <laughs> to we're going to hold one online and we're going to get a thousand. Thank you very much. Good job. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great to bring in people who we knew, but we actually hadn't met before other than on Twitter. So um, uh, that was actually really interesting because sometimes we're like, so, Hi there, and we're like chatting away, and this is the first time we've actually seen each other's faces in real time, which was um, which is a really interesting way to run a conference. We just sort of threw messages out to people that we knew were doing good things, yeah. and we we had a parlous amount of organising. So every time every time we opened a session, we, we'd get in the green room half an hour before and just try and remember what it is we were going to do, and our guests would join us, and I think they're a little shocked <laughs> by our level of disorganisation but the good thing about I kept saying to colleagues you know the good thing about it is we've picked professionals and you can trust a professional to catch the other end of the road yeah. and people did yeah so we're yeah. Got, we've got a whole lot of audio recordings we've started to process and we're going to make a whole podcast series and actually we just enjoyed being together and working together so much we've never done anything on that scale before yeah. we've only organized sort of one day events and just sort of kept in touch and had lunches and coffees and stuff but we haven't actually worked on a project together like this and it just went so well we're now sort of our plans are expanding jason i'm so, I'm so thrilled because i couldn't get to many of the sessions uh, kind of wrapping up work uh, and I was like, I was looking at the list and I'm like, oh, dang, I wish I could go to that one. Dang, I wish I could go to that one. It looks like there's just some amazing stuff there. And I'm, and I'm thrilled to hear that there'll be like recordings available down the track. Have you kind of got very far with those plans? Do you know, is there, are we going full website, Whisperfest stuff or is it kind of a little bit more I think organic? We might. No, we're heading in that direction. We're, we're going to have, I'm going down to Melbourne, so we're going to have a, like a little war meeting about how we want to do this. Yep. Yeah, so awesome. uh, we'll see. Awesome. Mm. So uh, mm. in the end, the like you came out of Whisperfest week pretty much intact? Yes, tired but elated, I think I was on Thursday night. And then on Friday I crashed <laughs> and Saturday I crashed hard. So I just didn't even open my computer yesterday. I just I sat on a lounge chair out the back and did some meditation, Jason. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting into my meditation. This is a whole new direction for me. Good. I think I've been too much Cal Newport <laughs> now. Cal Newport's fault. Is, this, uh, is there a particular style of meditation like are you transcendental meditation or or are you just kind of the thesis whisperer version of 
<laughs> no, it's just um, app enabled, you know. Like, oh, yeah. I've just got Buddhify. Oh. Um, I find Buddhify very soothing. And so I just sit out there with my Buddhify on and they tell me how to meditate. I need to be instructed, Jason. <laughs> I'm not your natural net meditator. You need guidelines. I do. I need structure. Well, I'm I'm desperately searching through my phone because I uh, have just forgotten the name of the meditation app that I use used to use. I'm still subscribed to this thing. It's costing me a fortune and I've stopped using it and I should get back to it. It's awesome. Headspace. Uh, uh, Headspace is very good, yes. Yeah, I, I, I find that the guy who does the, does the guided meditation on Headspace, I just I find his voice soothing. Um, but it's been ages since I've done it. Like you've just reminded me that I'm paying $70 a year for the subscription or however much it is and it's probably been six months since I've done it. Yeah, well, you know I'm on the anti-anxiety meds for coping with 2020. Yeah. And I would probably like to see if I can come off them. But I think I need other structures in place before I do that, I think. Yeah. But I'm happy to stay on them. Like I'm not like one of those people who's like medicine makes you weak. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to, I just want to, it's expensive to be on medication. And, and you know, you have to remember it and stuff. And maybe, and then when you go to the doctor, you have to declare it on a form. Are you on medication? Normally I take no. And then I'm like, oh, actually I am now. Yeah. And so, yeah. So th- this year, I think I always have a theme for each year. This year was absurd. <laughs> and that, that theme was picked by Victoria First Smith, my, my teammate. We talked about this year being absurd. That was our theme word. Yeah. And we didn't realize how true it would come to be. But we picked it during the smoke and everything. Like, yeah. I don't make resolutions. I just have keywords. So I'm thinking that this next year is rest. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice. Um, mm. Hey, so. Yeah. Mm. So dun, 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 this is an emergency recording of On The Rig. We normally don't do them back to back like this. I hear you've got some exciting news. What's the latest? You may now call me Professor Mewburn. Actually, you can't. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Actually, you can't call me that. Not no. until the first of January. Let's be clear. Like for another month. Yes, that's all. Yes. you've won. Yes, as my son said, you did the final boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. And I've got a, I've got a theme song for it, Jason. I'm just going to play it okay. for a moment. Each careful step along the byway. Much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times. I, I did cho- choose my theme song, Professor, because um, because I really do feel like I did it my way, Jason. Um, I'm so, I'm so thrilled. Like uh, long time listeners, long time episode eleven. Um, long time listeners will remember that you talked about uh, the application process that. At right at the start when we started on the rig and you were saying that you were rolling your eyes and going a lot about the process and that you hated it, mm-hmm. the actual application process. So now yeah. that you're at the other end, how does yeah. it feel? How do you feel? I feel pretty I feel pretty amazingly weird and kind of uh, it's really forced me to reassess what I think of academia. Is that Does that sound strange? It's like I didn't think I'd been jonesing after a professorship to be honest with you I'm like I'm too cool for that I'm just gonna I'm just here I'm in the moment I'm doing my thing yeah. um, 
you know I'm a little reactionary about ordinary uh, academic metrics. So I haven't written like masses of journal papers that people don't read. I'm very careful about how I publish. I try and put as much stuff out open access. I, I just really object to the kind of number scoring for number scoring sake that academia does. I've dabbled, but I don't really play. Like, for instance, the last promotion application, uh, when they had me in the interview, they they said, why do you only publish with other people? And I found that a really annoying question. And then I went and published one solo paper, more to prove to myself that I could do it, and then I haven't done it since. (laughs) I just don't, I just... I just don't like the way we measure these things. I'd rather be measured on what impact you make and holistically what's your contribution and have you been creative? Have you created new knowledge? Can you show what impact it's had in the world? You know, and I just don't think that's journal metrics. That that really annoys me. I think it's part of the reason why we're so divorced from our publics and that they haven't really been helping us during this pandemic is we don't really talk to them. Like. Yeah. They're more likely to read a wellness blog than something by someone who has some knowledge because we just we're so obsessed with these metrics and we're forced to, you know, it's part of the apparatus that makes academia into sort of competitive space. So I feel like I've resisted a lot of that and yet I still have succeeded through to the top boss fight. Yeah, good job. Yeah, and to me that I, I to me that is showing that you don't have to necessarily do it the way that they tell you to do it. Although that, saying that, I have to acknowledge that I'm not in the sciences or one of those really conventional disciplines, so I do have a bit more leeway, but everyone should be able to have that, you know? Everyone should be able to do it their way, I think. How are you going to use this uh, newfound power to encourage others to not to get trapped into the rat race, the metrics rat race? Yeah, I don't actually know. I think I'll just continue to be salty. Ah, (laughs) good. (laughs) I feel as though I know you well enough, right, uh, that that you take on this mantle of professor and then the the first few words that will come out of your mouth will be very non-professorial, right? (laughs) Like that you you continue on with your salty language and take it to new heights. Yeah, well, now I just feel completely brazen, like I don't have anything to worry about. I can say whatever I like now. (laughs) <laughs> I do think like uh, academia is kind of bullshit hierarchical sort of nature. I really, really noticed when I became associate professor the level of respect that I got within my institution and elsewhere um, suddenly went up hugely. Mm. And I'm, I'll be interested to see whether it goes up. Like I think respect can be a good thing. If someone really has done some good stuff, respecting them is is what you should do. Like I don't have a problem with respect as a concept. I just I get really uncomfortable when it's applied to me. But I just really noticed it when I went from C to D. I wasn't actually doing anything differently in my mind, but people treated me really differently, especially at ANU. Mm. So it'd be really interesting to see if this makes any difference going from ass prof <laughs> to full. Fuck, I hate Ask Prof. Like, it was the worst title and it was always contracted to Ask Prof, like, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. it sort of encouraged me to move through that period faster than any other um, in, than any other level that I've sat on, actually. Ooh, you're an official black belt now. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, you, we, can, we, can pull all of, we can pull all of the analogies now. Like, this is good stuff. Hey, where were you when you found out? 
Um, so interestingly, the dean of my college had been calling for a couple of days, but I don't have a number in my phone. So when someone calls me and I don't know the number, I just usually don't answer. Um, yeah, so I didn't answer. And then apparently she left a message, which I've never really been able to find. And then then she rang me up again and I was sort of like, oh, uh, this person's repeatedly been calling me for three days. Maybe I should be <laughs> So I was actually mid mid Whisperfest session, and I just had to sort of say to everyone, "Oh, AFK for a while, guys. Or oh, this person keeps calling me, and but there must be something." And then she's sort of like, "I've been calling you for a few days." I'm like, "Oh, sorry about that. Oh, whoops." whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at home, but she was kind about it. She was kind about me repeatedly hanging up on her. So I, I, I would have thought that. Like you would just have your boss's name and number in your phone because you don't want to get those surprise phone calls, right? Like, you know. Oh, so this isn't my boss. So I've got this really interesting. ANU, everyone is employed technically as a research fellow. And then you have a position. It's weird. So actually, my academic position has nothing to do with my managerial line. So my manager didn't know anything about it either. So I just had to wait till the call from the college dean who isn't even my manager's manager because I work in the chancery. So yeah, it's all yeah. a bit confusing to be me in that <laughs> place because uh, I sort of, for academic purposes, I'm I'm sort of listed somewhere else. And, uh, yeah, so so anyway, she she said, oh, you know, congratulations. And I was like, oh, I said, oh, um, oh, oh, I'm so relieved. I didn't think it was enough. And she sort of didn't say you're a weirdo, but... <laughs> She just waited that beat, yep. you know, and I was sort of like, oh, I probably should stop selling myself down. I'm just, oh, thanks very much. I'm just brazing through that one. Good job. So, yes, yeah, and I got the letter from the Vice-Chancellor yesterday. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. So are the rumours true? Do you have to get like a secret tattoo now or something like, you know, just look, on, on the hairline at the back of your neck or something like that, some sort of arcane symbol of professorials? Yeah, look, I'm really hoping that happens, Jason. I've got till the 1st of January and as far as I can see, there needs to be some initiation ceremony. I need to be taken down into a cave somewhere, blindfolded. There needs to be robes. There needs to be chanting. And uh, the few people who've known about it who've rung me up to congratulate me who are professors, um, I've said, so tell me, you know, when when's the initiation ceremony? They're like, there isn't one. I'm like, really? Someone needs to work on this. Yeah. You know, because... Because I feel like it, I'm imagining one of those scenes from Buffy, you know, where yeah. you open the seal to some sort of demon kingdom, but but so far nothing. But still, there's a month to go, Jason. So there's time. I'll report back. I get I get the feeling that it's going to be something quite distressing, and that that what they do is they'll bring you into the faculty dining room, or what I just imagine that they have faculty dining rooms at ANU. I don't know, but um, yeah, we actually we kind of do. But yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. And they and they just you know fill the dining room full of reviewers number two, and they just oh like set, make you make you stand at the front of the room, and they just go, "Your paper's shit. <laughs> you forgot to quote me." <laughs> so it's sort of like a condensed version of the last ten years. Yeah, is what you're <laughs> yeah. They, they did like professorial hazing. Right? <laughs> well, you know, there's time. That's all I'm saying. So you know, A and you've got something planned. Yeah, I'd secret tattoo. I'm I'm down with that. Some sort of power symbol. Yeah, yeah. But so far, nothing. Hey, so just, like just to pick up on your theme of the tunnels under the university or something, I found out on Friday. I did not know this. 
that's a real thing that people think that universities have universities everywhere some people a person maybe think that there's secret tunnels under universities and like we were talking about this over breakfast and I'm like no google john dewar latrobe tunnels what yes it's a thing right so when john was the vc latrobe there was some sort of student uh, protest type thing the students stormed stormed the university <clears throat> And apparently he disappeared, uh, I'm air quoting at the moment, he disappeared into the tunnels underneath the university. You can see this. It's like Google. It's like in the age or something. I'm imagining like get smart, like all those sort of doors that open and close behind you as you walk down these corridors underneath. Could you say again, please? Right? But no, uh, uh, even higher than than you are at the moment, Inga, once you become vice-chancellor, uh, I want a personal tour of the tunnels under ANU. Well, there is. I have found one tunnel which connects underneath the chancellery, various bits of the chancellery, and it's got a very Cold War vibe. Yeah. Um, and all it really connects you to is the suite of offices where they keep all the therapists for days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding now. Like you can walk between the chancellery to the therapist's office. I'm sure this is not an accident. <laughs> Um, because I have sat in those therapists' offices a time or two. We have some great therapists at ANU, really fantastic people, um, and um, they are well patronised, let me tell you. And when you sit in the waiting room pretending that you didn't see the person that went into the office before you, you see the high and mighty. So maybe that's what happens when you get professor, you get more therapy. Excellent. Maybe. Excellent. Uh, because, yes, uh, no, I'm not going to go there. So I just want to just say for the record on air to everybody who's listening, congratulations. This is awesome. It's it's thoroughly well-deserved and I look forward to your changing your text expander uh, email signature. Yes. So, to Professor Muber on January 1st. Hey, listen, because I must confess, I, you did tell me a few days ago. So I sent you a congratulations notice via Twitter by a private message, and I was looking for female professors as gifts so that I could send that. And it is impossible. Literally, you've got Lucy Lou in leather <laughs> with a like like a ruler that she cracks over her knee or something like that. <laughs> or or I can't think of the name of the character, but it's the professor lady in the Harry Potter movies. Professor McGonagall, McGonagall. one of my personal academic heroes. That's it. Mm. But I don't the, know I, McGonagall. McGonagall's really, she's cool. Yeah, but um, you're un, uh, underrepresented uh, in the gift space, uh, female. So you're female either a leather-cracking, like, um, dominatrix or you're an old lady who turns into a cat. Yeah. I think there's probably space there for you to kind of shake this <laughs> a little bit. I'm sure we can do better, but I am glad that there is a woman of colour and a woman of middle age. So there's some diversity there, Jason. Yeah, good job. A pity they're both fictional, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll work on that. I'll make that uh, make that my professor project, I think. Good. We were talking just before we, we hit record that we'll put out another an, another episode before we get to the end of the year, but starting to think of the wind-down period and a bit of a break over Christmas. Have you got plans? Yeah, I took Twitter off my phone, 
which is big for me. And I'm starting to think my plan might be a digital detox, Jason. So we'll uh, we'll fill people in with our plans on the next pod, maybe mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks, and then and then see how we. I don't know. We'll report back from the other side of darkness. Yeah, I uh, I, I I hope you're getting t-shirts printed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Professor, I've been working. I've been working up to this one for a while because you know, it's been. I've been listening to the Cal Newport podcast and like, yes, yes, I should do that. Yes, yes, Cal, I know. Yes, and now I feel like okay, um, I have to enter the tunnel and see what happens when I put my devices down. Yeah, good luck. I must with that. admit, I'm feeling a bit scared. <laughs> scared about it, but I feel like I should be going somewhere deep in the rainforest without Wi-Fi connection. You know, like that, I should make more of a big deal of it spatially, geographically. But but uh, how would yeah. you find your way out again if you don't have your phone? I mean, this well, is the this thing, is right? right? I mean, actually, <laughs> I actually, I, I, I'm no good at reading maps. The best of times, it's only good when you know the pointy thing is going in the direction you want to actually walk. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But that'll be good. We'll be back for one more pod. One more podcast this, this year. This one today is uh, really just a, a short one, just to say congratulations. Awesome news. Well, well done. And I, uh, I hope to get some sort of reflected glory from this, of course, because it's all about me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> always, Jason. Always. <laughs> always good to talk to you, Inga. Um, congratulations once more. Epic news. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. And where can people find you, Jason, if they want a personal gift from you that is a leather-clad Lucy <laughs> Lou cracking the ruler over a desk? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, at Jason Downs. And and are you going to change your proof? Oh, please do that. Where's my phone? Siri, please change <laughs> it because you've got APROF, right? Oh, I know. I need to take oh, off APROF. You need to take yeah. off Let's do that now. Can we do that online? Like, they're, they're not going to. Okay. I knew you're not going to okay. care. Come on, let me. Aren't I want to. No, they're not going to. They they won't know. They're not listening. Then <laughs> the vice <laughs> chancellor does follow me. You know, we do sometimes have chatty chats. How about I just take it intriguingly back to just Inga Mewburn, and sit in a state of just being Inga Mewburn for a while. All right. Not even a doctor. Oh, it happened in real time in front of me. I love technology. <laughs> this is awesome. So people will be like, "Why is she suddenly just Inga Mewburn? Create an air of mystery." Uh, and then you should put uh, in brackets after that, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. Yeah, wait on a sec. Wait on a sec. It's complicated. You're going to, so many so many people are going to reach out to you right now. I know. I'm creating an air of mystery. There you go. Just for you, Jason. Awesome. That's fabulous. <laughs> Always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, you too, Jace. Oh, um, we'll uh, we'll catch up again soon. Bye, Inga. Yes. Bye.